In Parshas Masay, as well as actually in Parshas Pinchas as well, there is a discussion about the division of Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe says that we find seemingly opposite ideas in the way Eretz Yisrael was divided. On the one end we say there was a certain amount of logic and reason that was involved. The Psukim discuss how a bigger shevet gets a bigger portion, a smaller shevet gets a smaller portion, and we're not only speaking about bigger and smaller physically in quantity, but also the quality, we evaluate the portions of the land and so on. On the other hand, we are told that it's going to be based on drawing lots. A lottery was made. Also, we know that before the Goyrel was made, Elazar would stand there looking at the Urim Vitumim, and with Ruach HaKodesh would actually be saying what exactly is going to be happening when the Goyrel is made. The Rebbe also brings that regarding the Goyrel, that Azal tell us that one is not allowed to question the Goyrel to the extent that it's brought that someone that goes against the Goyrel, it's like going against the Aseris Hadibrois. And the Rebbe asks, why the Aseris Hadibrois? What does Aseris Hadibrois have to do with anything? Yes, there's a passage that says that a Goyrel comes from Hashem, but why specifically the Aseris Hadibrois? In order to explain all of this, the Rebbe is going to first have a look at three levels within Torah. Torah is called, the way Torah was given to us is called by three names. Sometimes we speak about Torah being an inheritance. Yerusha, Torah Tzivalanu, Moshe, Moirosha, Kehilas Yaakov. It was given to us as an inheritance. Torah is sometimes referred to as a sale. We have a medrash that tells us that Hashem tells the Yidin, Lochem I sold you my Torah. We also have another Gemara that speaks about that Torah is a gift. Speaks about how, that the Abishta gave the Yidin three gifts, one of them being Torah. What is the difference between these three things? The Rebbe explains in the following way. O Yerusha, we understand, an inheritance has absolutely nothing to do with the person that's receiving it. It has nothing to do with his particular age, his particular level of what he is like. He just gets it no matter what. In a sale, we understand, you have to pay something for the object that you're buying. However, in both of these cases, there still needs to be something within the person that's getting it in order to deserve, in order to get the particular object. In the case of inheritance, he has to be the close relative. In the case of the sale, he has to pay money for it. When it comes to a gift, on the other hand, the Rebbe explains, we know that the whole idea of a gift is something that's just coming because of the generosity, the goodness, the kindness of the person giving the gift. Not really by having done anything in order to receive the gift. The Rebbe says the same thing is true within Torah. There's a certain element of Torah that we compare to a Yerusha, it's like an inheritance. Every single Yid gets the Torah no matter what. You're born Jewish, you have your portion in Torah. It's a Yerusha. Even a one-day-old child has his portion in Torah. This is actually expressed in the fact that every Yid has an obligation to learn Torah. We don't make distinctions. Every Yid has his portion in Torah. On the other hand, there's also the sale aspect of Torah, which would represent the effort that we put in. The money, so to speak, that we pay for the Torah is the effort that we're putting in learning, using our abilities, our talents, our intellect, to be able to achieve Torah, and this is going to clearly depend on each and every person, how much effort he puts in, how much toil he puts in, every person will have a different amount of Torah, and a different obligation of how much Torah he needs to learn, and so on and so forth. Then finally, says the Rebbe, there's the level of matana, the level of a gift, 
that which is given to us by Hashem completely beyond anything that we deserved, anything we worked for. And this is called the level of matono. The Rebbe says this level of matono could also be referred to as the level of goiro. What is the idea of goiro, of drawing a lottery? Is also a similar sort of idea where it's not about what the person has done to earn and deciding that he wants to get what the lottery is offering. Rather, the goiro is again going to be something completely higher than logic, higher than reason. Similar to the matana that the person has just decided to give you the present. Nevertheless, the Rebbe says, even though it seems to be you didn't deserve the present completely, however, we do say about a matana that if you wouldn't have done something nice, caused some sort of pleasure to the giver of the gift, you wouldn't have gotten it. That means that you do have to do something. But it's not as if you're working for it. The person giving it to you does not have to give it to you. But once you did everything within your ability, you're now going to get something that's completely, completely beyond anything you could have reached on your own. This is a gift that Hashem is giving you completely beyond anything that you could have possibly done. But you caused Hashem this nachas, and that's why He's giving it to you. Based on this, the Rebbe says, we can understand an interesting Mishnah, something that we say every single day in Davening, in fact. A number of times. We daven to Hashem. And we say, The Rebbe asks, One thing is, what's the connection between and Also, what does it mean, give us our portion in the Torah? Is it our portion before you gave it to us? Is it my portion already? What do we mean in your Torah? Why not just in the Torah? And the Rebbe says what's being discussed in this Mishnah is this matana aspect, this gift aspect within Torah. That which comes way beyond the person's effort. Give it to us as a gift. So what we're saying in this tefillah is as follows. We have chelkeinu. We have the Torah that we work for that's already our portion. We did already our bit that we could do or as much as we could do. We are now asking that Hashem should give us, within our effort that we have put in, now Hashem should give us that which is beyond what we could work for, and that's why we're davening for it. We're begging Hashem to give us much more than what we deserved after we have done our complete amount that we were able to do. And this is also the connection to Sheyibana Beis HaMikdash, because when truthfully will we have completely this level of Torah that's like a gift from above, that aspect which is completely beyond us, is when Mashiach is going to come and teach us the new aspects of Torah, which is called Torah Shel Mashiach. The Rebbe says this idea of Torah being given to us as a gift could also be understood based on Something that the Razal tell us on the Pasuk, Torah Tzivolonu Moshe. The Razal tell us that Torah is the gematria of 611. 611 mitzvahs Moshe gave us because the first two Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, the first two Dibrois, and the Aserisa Dibrois, of Anoichi Eloyi were given to us directly by Hashem. What's the idea? The idea being is because the idea of what Aserisa Dibrois, these two first Dibrois, is this matana aspect within Torah. We call matan Torah by that name, matan Torah. We say, Zman matan Torah saying, what happened at the time of the receiving of Torah is that Hashem is giving us something that's much more than just our avoid, our effort, and our understanding. What's being given to us is that which is beyond logic. 
And this is why the first two Dibrois are Noichi Hashem Alekecha and Loyilacha, which is about Amun and Kabbalah soil. This is what we hear directly from Hashem. This is what's being given to us as a gift. That's that level which is beyond logic, beyond reason. Interestingly, the Ramban says that the other eight Dibrois, even though we didn't hear or understand rather, directly from Hashem, we did hear Hashem's voice, and Moshe Rabbeinu explained it, which represents that we need to take that which is higher than logic and reason, but later that needs to penetrate also into logic and reason, into all of the mitzvahs that we do, that we start off with the Kabbalah soil, with the idea of the Amunah that's higher than logic, but then we need to bring it down into all of the mitzvahs as well. Says the Rebbe, this is why, going back to the earlier part of the Sikha, that someone that goes against the Goyrul is like going against the Aseris Hadibrois, because the Aseris Hadibrois particularly represent this idea of Goyrul, that aspect of Torah and our Amun and Hashem, which is beyond logic and reason. The Rebbe now brings it back to Eretz Yisroel. In regards to Eretz Yisroel, we say this is the land that Tamid Ene Hashem that Hashem's eyes are always upon the land from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Meaning this is a place where we have a likus of godliness in a revealed way, but it's coming from Hashem. It's coming completely beyond our avoid that this is just what Hashem is giving as a present, as a gift into Eretz Yisrael. And that's why the way Eretz Yisrael is divided is by Goyro through a lottery, through that which is beyond logic and reason. But at the same time, just like in regards to Torah, we said, first we have to put in our effort, fill, do as much as we can with our Seichel and our Yegiyah, the toil, the effort in Torah. Then, we also get from Hashem as a gift, that which is beyond logic and reason, the part of Torah that's completely beyond our Avoidah, so to an Eretz Yisrael, the first needed to be the division of Eretz Yisrael, which is related to Seichel, doing it in some sort of logical way, and then we also get the Goyrol, which is going completely beyond logic.